From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Now, here are your hosts, Steve and Chris. anything else you can find us everywhere facebook twitter instagram listen live or on the archives www.bleedblueshow.com but you don't need to archive yet because it's a live show this is the 2022 stakeholder mock draft Woo! this is just real new york nice draft <laughs> this is the show before the show this is the one you want to hear this is the one you want to hear with the experts on it giving you the prognosis of round by round of how we going to do and where we're headed well, see, we finally, we're almost here. We're almost here, what, a couple more weeks? So, mm-hmm. you know, this is a step in the right direction. I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm liking this, man. I always get geeked at, at draft time, man. Something about draft time, it just makes me crazy. So, and, and, we, and this is a good opportunity here. The New York Giants, as you know, have a new regime. Uh, we have a new, basically a new outlook, I guess, on, on as opposed to, we're going forward now. That's the best way to say it. We're going forward. And by going forward, that's, that's, we have a whole new slew of characters coming in here that just can improve our stock. And that's what, we're, that's what this, this particular show is. So, well, Steve. What's going on, man? Listen, this is probably my favorite show of all year round. Uh, because it's pretty much the epitome why we started this platform almost eight years ago. By the way, in about uh, 11 days, we'll be going into the eighth year of the Bleed Blue Show. So congratulations, Chris. Congratulations, Steve. Congratulations, everybody who helps uh, put this platform together as far as your participation and sharing the shows. Uh, can't do it without everybody because, you know, we have, been, we have always had a vision of pretty much having a sports bar talk the real way, authentically, but yet respectfully on this platform. It's been years of hard work and bringing a lot of camaraderie to the table. As a matter of fact, um, a lot of friendships have developed because of this platform. And, you yeah. know, and, we're, and to be honest, we know that we pay dividends for that uh, as far as going to games, going to tailgate. And, right. and, all, and of course, all the other sports and other sports podcasters that affiliate with us, uh, and mm-hmm. even former athletes who listen to the Bleed Blue Show and participate, because there's some things they they would really love to say, but don't want to be slapped in the face, embarrassed and I because of the politically correct environment where the Bleed Blue Show has been designed, where you can say whatever the fuck you want, <laughs> as long as you just don't cuss, you know, no n words, b words, keep it respectful, rant and rave, rave all you want, and that's kind of and you. And here's the thing, Chris, you gotta be a specific type of fan to really engage in this. You can't be lackadaisical. You can't be uh, fair weather. You kind of need right. to know not only the teams you root for. You gotta kind of know who's on your team. You gotta know your your personnel, like B- Billy Bob will always say. You gotta know your personnel. You gotta know 
the ins and outs of the history of this team. You got to know pretty much a lot of the stuff. And a lot of the, for the most part, I think everybody who has called in over the last eight years has. But, uh, yeah. I mean, but here's the thing. This is more so me, you, you know, as far as putting this thing together so everybody can come on and sound off. It's not easy. It is not easy to come on here week in, week out to come on. You have to watch the games, prepare for episodes, and blast these shit so people can have, you know, say, hey, who are these guys from the Bleed Blue show? A lot of people, yeah. as you already know, Chris, over years have, because they think it's easy, they start it, and they, I'm not saying they fail, they don't realize how, how much hard work it is, because you got to really stay up and be consistent. And, and right. honestly, Chris, I want to say congratulations to you and everybody who's been a part of it over within the last eight years and going forward, that we're here to stay. <laughs> Because well, you got you to gotta have that kind of sports passion bones in your body to do this shit week in and week out. And looking for, especially for somebody like me, who's not just football. I am football, hockey, baseball, basketball, consistently week in and week out. And I think people figured it out that, damn, this dude Steve is kind of fucking crazy with these sports. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I like showing that passion with you guys. So, yeah. The yeah. stakeholder of my draft is prime example pl- uh, episode. You got to do your fucking homework. You cannot come on here bullshit. The fans know bullshit. And they listen like, hey, man, you know, we heard what that such and such said at uh, the fourth round. Like, what do you mean draft a wide receiver? We want names. Yeah, you're damn right. We want names. Names, places, and everything. Yeah, Yeah, I heard you go pick a tight end in the sixth round. What's that mean? You know, that's the cat that I don't want to hear tonight. (laughs) (laughs) You have to watch college football and watch the tape. There's no way around it. Exactly, exactly. So, Without further, let me t- let me just say this right quick. Um, for the undated, I, the guys that have already called in and already in, they know. But we have nine picks, okay? We have two in the first, including two in the first, and two in the third, and two in the fifth, okay? And it's easy for the casual fan to say, well, you should get this guy in the first round and this guy in the first round, and maybe you can reach and get this guy in the second. But the cats that are going to, that you're going to hear from tonight, ladies and gentlemen, on the Bleed Blue show, they know their shit. <laughs> They're going to tell you exactly why such and such should be picked at number 173 in the fifth round and and how important and consequential he is to the to the improvement of this squad. That's what he's going to tell you because that's the real genius of cats like us. And we're going to do it just that way, Steve. And you know what? It's just not going to be us. Let's see. Who's who's in the hood? Let's, right, let's bring them on. Where are we at? The I most know. respected. Yes, the most respected. And please, put the cleaver down, brother. We've come in peace tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what up, you? Hey, what's going on? What's going on, everyone? Good to be here. It's good to have you, sir. Um, You're like a sports historian, uh, a researcher, a a sports philosopher. We might just give you that name, the DB Nation, a sports philosopher. It's an honor (laughs) to have you on tonight. It is. No, I'm I'm not even playing when I say that shit. I'm dead serious. Because the guys that's on here, these these are well-bright minds of Teams know yep. it's just in and out. They kind of make it. They make it funny, but they know their shit, and it, that's the reason why we do these shows, man. 
It's an honor to have you on here tonight. Right here. I love these guys, man. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Yeah. Who showed up with him? There's somebody else. Oh, God. Outrageous. You know it's been DB on I'm <laughs> home. You know you know yeah. the We're doing the draft. I'm not missing the draft show. You got to be kidding me. This is my favorite shit. All I'm saying is, Steve, two years in yes. a row, Chris been stealing my notes. So... I hope you got. I hope you got the popo on speed, down, man. He's still one of my notes this 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 week, man. We go we go on the blows. Not coming straight through the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those draft shows like maybe two years ago. That was definitely the case. That was hilarious, man. I know that was yeah, wild, man. man. I, I was like, how bad he know? That's what I. That's what I, I found, really found out about him. How do you know about this guy? Goddamn. I thought it was Bucky yep. Bucks. I thought it was. Man. But it's going to be. Fun. Look, we're going to rock and roll, man. We gonna, let's do a rock and roll, man. Um, look, uh, we're going to do it the right way. We're going to round by round. Um, You know, as we called it. I wish we had that bell. Ding, ding. With the first pick, you know. But. I don't know what. Do we got anything close to that scene? Let me see if we close. have something to close. I don't know, man. I <laughs> I gotta go back and update this shit, man. <laughs> I mean, we could um. Let me see. If we, <laughs> you want to? Uh, I'll look for something that all maybe right, not exactly right. that. Oh no, we do something. No, we have this. I mean, it's something. All right, bet, bet. We'll use that. We'll use that. We'll use that. We'll use it. We'll use it. All right, all right, all right, all right. So who's the worst? Out of the four te- out of the four cats here, let me see. Steve knows shit. DB's a fucking genius. Manny's on cloud nine. Do I have to actually take the first pick? You get. Do, I- you, do you want to do a draft order? <laughs> we can do a my draft order. It don't matter. Um, I, I mean, I, it don't matter to me, man. But let me say this. Can I say this real quick? I'll be real quick because I know we got to get going because we, we can't have no much time to spare. Out of all the mock drafts we have done for this show for eight years, dude, this for me was the hardest one because of the holes on this team. The salary cap situation, trying to factor that yeah. in. I usually yeah. I, I I usually have like two to three draft boards I, I work with. This shit was literally all over the place. I mean, we have holes every fucking where, dude. <laughs> so I don't know how you guys felt about that. I just wanted to express my opinion as far as putting this my 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 plan together. It, 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 it's like one of like maybe nine. I'm just I'm good, I'm just going with it. Yeah. All right. So how are we gonna do it, Steve? I just call you 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 run the commissioner role here. All right. Well, all right, well let's do it like this. DB, do you do you want to go first? You want to let Manny to go first, or uh, Chris or myself? It, it, it really doesn't matter to me. Let's just go. Let's get it popping. Like. I mean, yeah, I'll go. I'll set it off. So, am, am I doing all, right. all my picks? Oh, no, 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 no. One at a time. Round by round. round. You see round by round. That's why you can't let him go first. He's going to eat everything. I'm going to do that. DB, Manny, Manny, and Chris, Steve. Let's just do it like we normally would. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Steve, you go. All right. All right, bet. All right, go. Let me see. Oh, clock, sorry, my bad. DB, you want the clock, homie? And where's the studio oh. at? And you got five seconds. All right. So uh, with my fifth pick, 
in the first round, I'm going to go and take safety for Notre Dame Daniel, Kyle Hamilton. I'm going to go safety with Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame. Say it again. Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame, safety. Let's go. Okay. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> and go. I will pass this over oh. to any dog. And would you uh, oh. like to tell us why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us like a, oh, yeah, that's another one. You got to break, like break them down give, while you pick him, give man. Us, right, right, yeah, yeah. That's yeah that's that's a, we forgot to mention that. Yeah, yeah. Make your pick and give okay. us like about oh, you know, a minute to two minutes a while. I have you know? no problem you know, giving you information why I just didn't know how y'all were doing it. So Kyle Hamilton yep. is probably the best athlete uh, on defense. That's hard, it's hard. It's hard to even say those words because there's so many good guys. But looking at this Giants defense and Jabril Peppers being gone, Logan Ryan being gone, there's no true safety right now besides Xavier McKinney. And, you know, right now, the way that defense looks, because we all know defense wins championships, but – to pair up a lights out safety with another lights out safety in X Men, that's that's we're solidified for years to come. We do not have to worry about the safety position if if we have Kyle Hamilton and Xavier McKinney on that field. I mean, they could do it all for man coverage, zone coverage, whatever. These guys are ball hawks. They're good tacklers. Well, we already already know about Xavier McKinney, but uh, Kyle Hamilton is a, is a great player. He, he can play uh, two high, one high, whatever. Cover zero. This guy does it all, and he flies around on the run. He can get lateral sideline to sideline uh, fast. This, he's, he's just the best safety in the draft, and I just think it makes sense to pair. So let's go ahead and, and let's go ahead and get these safeties together so that we don't have to worry about it. We can close the book and then worry about other fires we got to put out. So that's why Kyle Hamilton is my pick. There it is. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's Kyle Perfect. Hamilton for D.B. Mason. Perfect, Ron. Appreciate, appreciate, appreciate. All right, Danny Dog, you are on five-second clock. Listen, with my pick at number five in the first round, I'm going because I feel like I'm going. I'm going Evan Neal, offensive tackle, Alabama. Mm. And uh, I need, I, I, we solidify them corners and we pair up two young physical tackles for the next 10 years, uh, and, and that's going to help us with our running game and keep whoever's that quarterback upright. Now, if you look at Evan Neal's tape, he's big, he's strong, he's physical, he's versatile, um, and I like him at the right tackle spot. It won't be as, um, a lot of pressure at that spot. Um, he's he's very strong at the point of attack. He's a, he's a road grader, as they call him. He, he mows people down. Um just, just a, just a physical, physical specimen. I had him second behind Icky, but I think at this point Icky will be gone. So, um, yeah, give me Neil, man, out of Alabama. All right. All right. Damn it. <laughs> That's that many dogs. Uh, I'm on the clock, Steve. Yes, sir. Okay, with the fifth pick. The New York Giants select. My bad. Hold Evan on. My Neal, bad. That's, that's on me. That's on me. <laughs> I'm all late. Evan Sorry Neal about that. Alabama, bro. Evan Neal Come on, Alabama, Pete. too. We already I, started. I hate Pete. you. I hate you. I hate you. I tried to keep my secrets 
for the last two weeks for uh, you, brothers. And it didn't work. I can't stand it. But <laughs> it's okay. Let me just be brief. Everything Manny Dog said, except his man. Look, I saw him at the combine. He's got. He's like an XXL tight end. He, he's a quality puncher. His discipline is right. Dude, dude only has six penalties now in his career. I mean, over in, in Alabama. I think he's better than Icky and Cross and everybody else right now. I think he's the only immediate, immediate, immediate first night, first day start. Okay? You can't saw his tape. He, he shuffles his feet well. He gets that second level, man, and he gets to his face, and he's fucking a strong reach blocker. Everything about him is right. And let me tell you something. It's been a while since the New York Giants, who are renowned for their offensive linemen, it's been a while since we had a 10-year guy over there, okay? And he's that kind of cat. He'll be here for a minute, okay? And we just can't pass him up at this moment. He's too good. Uh, I, I battled and wrestled with him and Icky and Cross and all these other cats forever. But when you get right down to it, and also the fact that he, he dropped him 20 pounds and he's carrying his mask really, really well, man. Stance is nice. And that's something I learned, believe it or not, from Matty Dawes about getting out of your stance, you know, well and, and looking to escape that first contact. He's got that. And so, yo, that's my pick. Evan Neal will be our first pick. Uh, at number five. Bam. All right. Cool. Steve, you well said. Well said, man. I, too, with the first pick, I, too, am going Evan Neal out of uh, Alabama. Hey! Um, <laughs> I um, was on my draft board. I think um, from allegedly from rumors, if you believe the rumors, that uh, Trayvon Walker may leapfrog in this draft. He may go to the Texans. That somebody's going to slip. Evan Neal, uh, you say, well, damn, you know, you already have Thomas and uh, Andrew Thomas, and maybe uh, Matt Pert could be uh, coached up. And I'm like, so fucking what? Get another tackle. They're going to build this shit from yeah. the inside out, from the trenches, offensive line, defensive line. You get a another SEC tackle. Who's big as hell? Agility, yep. like, like many talks say, you know, you could, if you want to start him at right tackle, fine. You could easily grab, you know, graze him over, uh, uh, gradually put him over to the left tackle at some point. But he's very good against pass rushers. He did a good job yep. uh, for Bryce Young at Alabama. I I am all about the safe and rebuilding of this team of the inside out, and you will see why when I go with my next pick at number seven. So I'm going also Evan Neal. I swear to God, I'm not copying off your paper. I already have my job. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a what a draft already, man. Let me get let me make sure my my shit is right here. I'm writing them all down as we speak. Can't miss a thing. Can't miss a thing. Can't miss a thing. All right, all right. So we uh, obviously have a uh, another pick in the first round. Y'all know that. Uh, all right. This is the one we got from Washington. I mean, from Chicago last year. And right at number seven, DB, you are on the clock. All right. With the number seven pick in the first round, yes, sir. New York Giants selected the Cincinnati Bearcat himself, Ahmad Sauce Gardner. Let's go. Woo! Woo! 
And I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you guys why. Because the the way the league is now, uh, first off, this dude is hot off the press, like like no one's business. But the way the league is now, pass happy, empty sets, five wides, all this madness, running backs going into the slot, all that. Yes, if your secondary is not up to par, you will not win games. Right. It just comes down to that. So yeah. why not again? Sure up the New York Giants secondary with Sauce Gardner. So now we basically have no weaknesses. You kidding me? You got Sauce Gardner, Kyle Hamilton, and Xavier McKinney, and then whoever else you want to throw in that corner, you know, because 22 was playing good. Dory Jackson was playing good. And don't let Rodarius yeah. Williams, death row, be 100% off that ACL tear. This, like I said, it will be the new LOB. Seattle had leaves in the blue. Of, of boom, New York Giants will have the Legion of Blue. That's what it's going to be. So, Sauce Gardner didn't allow a touchdown his, 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 what, his, whole, his whole senior year, right? He didn't allow career. a touchdown. His whole career. This yeah. dude is an animal. There's no, and if he's there, which I hope he is, why not pick him? That's my thing. Let's go ahead and get to secondary again. Solidified. We could, we could uh, wipe, wipe our hands with it and worry about all the other positions. So that's why I'm going with Sauce Gardner. Let's go. All right. Boy. All right. Boy, oh, boy. I know. Many dogs. Listen, man, I, I you know, with, the, with, the, with the, the second pick in the first round at number seven, uh, I go with my DB Nation brother, and I also go my Sauce Gardner out of the University of Cincinnati. For all the reasons, for all the reasons that DB said, um, we got to build this defense, I believe, uh, and, and what, what Steve was saying, you build it from the inside out, you win in the trenches, and you stop them from passing. Sauce Gardner's the guy. Um, they, they, he, I can't say enough about him. He's big, he's fast, he's lanky, uh, and if we get uh, Def Row back, Roe Williams, Holy cow, we got we got we got a great defensive backfield. So, and um, uh, that other safety spot I will be addressing. Okay, in future. Fourth <laughs> Gardner is right now. Yes. All right, Steve. Yes. I'm on the clock, and uh, I must say that my pick for the New York Giants at number seven is not Fourth Gardner. I believe, as uh, DB Nation alluded to earlier, Kyle Hamilton is the absolute best player in this draft. I'm sorry, and I'm picking him at number seven, and he will be there. He will be there. He will be there. That's playing. I hope so. You will be there. And I'll explain why later, but right now we're talking about the player. Okay. Um, Right. Everybody was bitching about his, uh, his 40 time, right? He's like, I forgot what it was. I think it's 4.6 or some shit. That was slow, but that's not fucking concerning, okay? I, I'm, I'm not worried about that shit. You know, safeties really are not that valued. Um, position, you know, when it, in, in, when it comes to this, this time in the draft, just before the draft happens. And the challenge with selecting him was, Everybody sees all these intangibles, his time and all this bullshit. I tell you what he is. 
he is a bona fide fucking team leader. You are looking at John Lynch all over. That's what you are looking at. Okay? He's talented. He fills the knees. He's got captain's kind of um, um, ability. I think he is a con- he's going to and, and when you when you place him right along uh, alongside McKinney, we got a we got a combo at the safety position for years to come. That's going to be overwhelming and really really tough for um for um, um defense to, uh, to 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 play. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm trying to find? You know, work for. I mean, you know, set up for. But, Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, this is the time anyway, like D.B. also said, this is the time when offenses are getting more dynamic, more and more and more. Safeties are being challenged with being elite, multiple roles on defense. This is the guy who's got the skill, he's got the size, and he's got the chance to be a straight-up game changer for this particular NFL secondary. I'm going with Kyle Hamilton at number seven. Now, before I move on with uh, the draft, and I, I, I wasn't going to do this. Now, if he's there at number seven, Chris, by all means, grab him. That's a steal if he, if he slips. Yep. I don't yep. think he's going to be there. So I will do this. I will, now, Manny Dawes, DB Nation, uh, you, you guys, if you feel that he will be there uh, in two weeks on draft night, uh, April the 28th, uh, approximately, I don't know, 8.40, 8.50 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh and then, and then yeah. he's not there, you guys can send donations to my cash app, a dollar sign Steve Coins. So <laughs> um, if you, we could take bets right now. He's not going to be there. If you guys want to accept the bet, my cash app is dollar sign Steve Coins. I'm asking you guys I right just, now. I just wrote it down. Thank you very much. Five. Five dollars. Five dollars is all I'm asking for each of you gentlemen. It'll, it'll uh, pay for uh, it'll pay for my time. There's a good chance that you're right. There's a good chance that you're right. Do you? Can I have your money, sir? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you DV can. Nation, can be... I have your money, DV Nation? Can I have your money, sir? Sure thing. Oh, oh ten dollars. <laughs> Many dogs. May I have Boy, your money, you sir? Can't get, you can't get my money because he ain't gonna be there. <laughs> I'm gonna need that money to pay for your book, brother. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. Right, man. I know. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. So, so I get this straight. Uh, DB Nation, five dollars from you. If Cali Hamilton is gonna fall down to number seven. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Oh, let's go. All right, Chris, I got I got your word on right here. The, we have the verbal signature here on the state holding my draft. Yes you, yes, you do. I just want your picture right. now. Say no more, man. We'll do we'll, we'll do the live transfer the live transfer in two weeks on air. All right, sounds good. All right. Uh, <laughs> at number seven, man. The city used to have two judges, and now they're down to one. Meaning Joe Judge was in New York for the football team, and Aaron Judge for the baseball. Now we're only down to one. This town has one Thibodeau. Right now, we're going to get another one. We're going to get Kevon uh, Thibodeau out of Oregon. Oh, oh, uh, no, no. I'm going, we did not. We made the mistake in 2018, Chris. Uh, Remember, uh, I was at the draft in Nashville, and we uh, made the ultimate mistake while we're in this position four years later for yeah. not going after yeah. Josh Allen in that first round. Opting for, yeah. uh, we, we, how you call him, uh, DB Nation? Uh, Danny, Danny Dumbnuts? Dumb 
I'll never forget that moment. It was pouring rain in Nashville. I was I was bestowed myself. I was so fucking pissed. We do not make this mistake again. I understand the corner, uh, the theory, guys, as far as Sauce Garner. He may not even be there either, but either near or there, we have got to get some pressure out there. And this is what he does, man. Uh, he has some injury uh, history with Oregon, uh, but uh, he's got the he's got the tackles for losses. He is athletic as heck. Um, yeah. he, I mean, if we go we could go four three five two three four. Don't matter, man. I like uh, you know he covers ground on the pass uh, pass covers if he needs need him to. And the guy, I like the fact that he's from inner Los Angeles. In the South Central LA, those guys have a chip on their shoulder. I don't care what sport they play. These guys come with an attitude no different than New Yorkers. We need attitude coming off that edge. We have no pressures whatsoever. And this is the start of the first round. I'm going offensive line, defensive line, or edge coming off the corner. I'm going Kevon Thibodeau. And uh, $10 from Kevon, DB Nation, and Chris in two weeks. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. That's what this game is. Although you are, this that's gonna blow up in our face if we get that cat. Okay, I that's all I'm gonna say about that. I mean, so it's a win-win situation. If I look at it, Chris, I lose, we get the safety. I win, I get yeah, the ten dollars. Yeah. Oh, you gonna get it right if, away? If I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, you are gonna get it right away. Don't hesitate. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Don't hesitate. <laughs> I, I just. Uh, Ooh, Steve. Pressure, you think he's okay? All right, leave it alone. New so situation. I look at it. If I lose the money, we get the safety. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So, all right, right yeah. now, right now, we are at the second round. Our pick number thirty-six, which to me is basically a, a just a tad bit out of the first round, but we still get a quality pick here with number mm-hmm. with our second round pick at number thirty-six in DB Nation. It is your turn, sir. Oh my bad. All right. So, with the second second pick, I mean with the second round pick, New York Giants. I'm going to go ahead and get my man, the uh, edge rusher, Boye Mafi, out of Minnesota. I was kind of wow. had, kind of a toss up. I was kind of tossed between torn between Trevon Walker and Boye Mafi, but Boye Mafi, when I, when I looked at those highlights, man, because I had to think to myself, Georgia was so loaded all over that defense, you know, obviously Trevon Walker's a great athlete, 6'5", 275, ran a 4-5-1, and had six sacks. But it's like everybody was loaded, so guess what? The O-line was, you know, you got all these other guys you got to worry about. So, to be honest, it kind of took away, I, I felt, from, from him. Obviously, he's a great athlete, but Minnesota, their, their pass rush, was nowhere near that Georgia animal defense, that national champion defense. So the fact that yep, Boye Mafi was able to get seven sacks and be 6'4", 255, and run a 4'5", 340, or, and, and one forced fumble his senior year with those seven sacks, this dude is an animal. I watched college highlights. I said, Boye Mafi, that's a bad man right there. Coming off that edge, we got A.O., Aziz Ojolari from Georgia, and you pair him up with Boye Mafi? It's, it's oh my goodness, dog! This guy is is a stud from the Minnesota Golden Gophers. So that's why I chose Boye Mafi. Let's go. He is. He is. He beat our ass. Uh, um, our my Ohio State boys to death the other day. That one game. Yeah, I remember him. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. 
Lady Dog. Yes, sir. Listen, man. I love my brother. My my brother, DB Nation, he he always come with it. In the second round, I see my brother's pick and raise him, Sam Williams, outside linebacker, Ole Miss, as our second round pick. You want to talk about a guy who's a freak. I'll see those six sacks, and I'll raise you six and a half more. He finished with 12 and a half sacks last year. Four forced fumbles. He had 31 solo tackles. He's a freak. He, he's, he's 6'4", 265, and ran a 4'4", 40. The boy is a freak in nature. Um, my only downside to him, he plays a little high sometimes. And because he plays a little high, um, he, he, you know, he, he, gets, he gets caught up. He gets caught up. Uh, he'll have some trouble in the beginning um, with, with some of the offensive tackles in the NFL. But I think he'll catch on quick when you pair him with AO and you have the edges locked down. So Sam Williams, Ole Miss, outside linebacker slash edge. Um, let's let's go let's go cause havoc now on defense. And I got you there. Okay. So thank you, thank you, thank you, uh, Manny. All right. So uh, so last week we had a uh, prospect show, and all of us four participated in there. And I heard his name that I had heard before, and I said, "Let me go check this dude out." So I went ahead and checked him out, and looked at his tape, loved what I saw, and make a long story short, I said to myself, "This would be a good cat to see in the third or fourth round." But then all the friggin' his stock miraculously, since you guys mentioned him, mentioned it, raised all the way up to second round status. And that's where I'm going to pick him down. Chad Boomer from Wyoming is my guy. Ah, I see what you did. He is going to be my guy. I love his athleticism, his lateral mobility. I love the fact, you know, he plays that run game strictly off instinct. Instincts, right? Um, I'm gonna use um, um, Manny Dog's thing word, which is heavy at the point of attack. <laughs> that, that's what he's got. That's what he's got. Instinctive. Um, I think he's one of these guys that will be a starter, in like sub package kind of situations. Okay, and just still continue to grow. I think he'd be good um, in a three-four off um, defense as well. I think he. Is a star in the making. I can tell because one of the things that they don't ever measure you for is your leadership ability. And he's a guy that has a high-level football IQ. Rarely, rarely does it seem – I watched two, two scout tapes, and it doesn't seem like he's fooled by Moose Smith's direction or none of that. He locates the football. He's got great instincts again, competitive toughness. I'm really feeling him because he looks like a New York giant. And I'm going with Chad Moomer. In the second round, I think we need some cat like him. He's a prototypical, perfect giant. And with I that name, Anna, and I'm going to go with him. Chad Moomer is my it. guy. I love it. I love it. Man, if he's there, we have to get him. I love that pick, Chris. Um, yeah. I don't know if he's going to be there, though. That's 
What, we said 36. That's a, that's a, that's it's close. It's gonna be close. It's gonna be a, a Kentucky Derby uh, photo photo shoot finish if he if he lands there. But um, mm-hmm. I will say this for my pick at uh, number 36, and I understand the Kyle Hamilton. Listen, man, that will be a steal at number seven. I don't think he's gonna be there. However, we could get the next probably next batch or notch of safety to replace Jabril Peppers. I'm going with Jaquan Brisker out of Penn State. Uh, 6'1", 199 pounds. I I love his range. I mean, mean, they're really kind of really nitpicking at his coverage skills. I mean, come on. You could always get coached up when you get more tape. You ain't got to go to class. You're going to be studying film. You'll adjust. He'll be fine. He he uh, yeah. he could do multiple coverages. Uh, he could line up against tight ends and the X's or the Y's. I love it, man. His run support. He's going to be downhill, and that's what we need. We need guys like Xavier McKinney and him to run downhill. Right. Uh, you know, right. he could play the post. He could definitely uh, line up softly, yeah. and he trusts yeah. his he trusts his his own instincts. This, he believes in himself. He's been a little bit banged up, but we replaced Jabril Peppers. With uh, Jaquan Brisker, I listen, Chris. I'm not. A, I'm not against what you said about the linebacker Wuma. I, I mean, he's there. Get him. However, yeah. this is the next best option, and who, who I have on my draft board. Uh, so I went uh, uh, edge. I went uh, tackle. I'm going uh, safety, uh, strong safety. I'm going with him, man. So that's who I have at 36. Wow. Okay. Wow. I had Louis Sine, uh over him, but that's an mm-hmm. excellent, excellent pick. But that you can't beat it. You can't beat it. Okay. All right. So now, gentlemen, we are, we're in the third round. We got two picks in this round: number sixty-seven and number eighty-one that we got from Miami. Number sixty-seven, middle of the pack. That means you need to fill in your blanks, man, because we have a whole lot of holes. And so, uh, Nation, it's on you, homie. Pick number 267, round three. All right. So with that first of the two third-round picks, I'm going to have to go to the Ohio State University. We need a tight end. I'm going going Jeremy Ruckert at tight end, 65250. From where? Lindenhurst, New York State. Ohio State. DB Nation. You know what I'm saying? So you're from where we're from. Great one. So this dude is so underrated because there were so many athletes that they had out there with Garrett Wilson and Olave and the running back. Like, he didn't even get put in as much as he should have because there were so many other stars around him. But when he did get his number called, number 88 was balling, the real 88, not that moron, Stonehands, Evan Ingram. This cat is a tight end. He could catch. He could block. This dude, <laughs> this, this is Jeremy Rucker can basically do it all. And you you want to talk about a prototype tight end, this guy, Jeremy Rucker, is the guy. Like I said, pass protection, run blocking, receiving. He has deceptive speed, good hands and concentration. I'm going Jeremy Rucker. Jeremy Rucker, TV Nation's guy at number 67. Good pick, good pick. All right. Let it go. 
So, man, at number 67 in the third round, I am now going to address our safety position with one of the most versatile DBs in the draft. I'm going Cam Taylor Britt out of the University of Nebraska. Yep. Good. Good. Damn. He was on my prospect, too. Damn. Listen, great. So, great. And I'm going to tell you why. He can play corner. He can play slot. He hits, like I said, he's played every position in the defensive backfield for Nebraska. He's a freakish athlete. I got a little bit of inside when we went to the visit out there with my son. We got to see his intangibles. We got to see his his workout progression. So I actually got to see where he started from with his 40, how they changed it. Um, they, they, they had some measurables with his in-game in um uh, catch uh, acceleration speed in game uh, 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 movement of his body. He's a freak. He's a freak. He ran. He was running uh, 17 miles an hour in coverage and jumped in the air 360 wise. Uh, wow. And jumped. It was it was 32 inches in the air at a full sprint and turned backwards and batted the ball. It was absolutely insane. But Cam Taylor Britt. Pair him up with Xavier McKinney. Let him play that strong safety or free safety spot, and let's rock. I'm going Cam Taylor Britt. Great pick, and I would love to see him in the Giant uniform. And he Great runs pick. a four three, by the way. And he four three eight. Okay. Twenty nine. Yeah, four three eight. So four three four four. Four four. Still nasty. What what difference does it make? He's still nasty. Wow. He's fat. I didn't go that way. I, there was a guy that I couldn't let go, and he is my pick right now for uh, number 67, the third round. I, you had to be insane if you were an offensive coordinator playing, um, planning for, to play the Cincinnati Bearcats this year and throwing a mod guard in his way. You was not going to throw Sauce's way. So, obviously, Kobe Bryant picked up all the other shit. Okay? Oh. And mm. and I know he's going to be there. <laughs> I know he's going to be okay. there. Okay. We all think he's defense here. I'm sorry. If he's sitting right, I'm, I'm trying to be in the moment here. This, this is Vegas. <laughs> everybody has crazy hats on. The Jets fans have lost their goddamn minds, all that shit. I'm, that's where I'm trying to be. And I'm looking at Kobe Bryant, and I'm going, look, Look, his open field tackling ability is fantastic. He's one of the best there is. Even Sauce said it. You know, he rarely allows separation on the receiver. He's smooth. He, he, he breaks. He's patient in the red zone. He seems to be comfortable. I love everything about this cat. Is he perfect? No. And what's, what's going to hold him back a little bit or in, in draft status, the reason I know he's going to be there, is that he's freaking small, man. You know, that's okay. That's okay because you can't really measure ability. And I really think that, you know, and also his brother, you know, was, was Ohio State, you know, Buckeye, so of course there's a little love in there with me. But I, I really, really think that he has a well-rounded game. He shows the ability to, to you know, to excel in man coverage from both, you know, the press and the off alignments and all that shit. He, he can key quarterback. He's got good – look, his route, he, he undercuts some shits well. 
He's just really, really, really somebody who is a sleeping fucking dog that I would love to see in this uniform because obviously Bradbury is slowing down already. And from a depth perspective, we need him. We do. And so I'm going with Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. All right. Shout out to Chris. All right. Cool, man. Let me get on the clock, man. Let me speed it up, man, because I know uh, we got to get through these picks. Uh, oh, damn, I'm almost at the Evan Ingram sound. Oh, there I said it, man. Oh, All right. I'm at this, man. Sorry about that. Sorry about that, guys. All right, man. At number 67, third round, I'm throwing a curveball in here. And oh, listen, man, I like this guy. And he may not get the name recognition. I'm going with Travis Jones, defensive tackle out of the University of Connecticut. And I'm going to tell you why. I had options as far as the tackles that were on the table. But this guy shined on a terrible team. He's going to command double teams in this league. This guy had – and here's another – probably a, a – uh, a fortunate break because of COVID. They didn't play 2020, so you get miles on the tire. You, you get to preserve your body for one year because they didn't play in 2020. But this guy has tackled for losses all over his name. He compared him to like a Jonathan Hankins, basically. And you know how Hank was very productive for his giant years with us. The big event is like that. We have had a hole at defensive tackle since the defensive tackle had left uh, the, the position since Thomason. We have been chasing right. our wheels with that. We have got to get stronger on, on, on both sides of the line. Uh, this guy's an anchor, a wide body tank. This guy is a gap control stuffer. He's going to, he's a downhill machine at his size. He is, he's a defensive tackle, uh, going to get, put pressure on the quarterback in the AB gaps. That's that wow. we need that. We need that. And the unfortunate thing about the unfortunate thing is he's not an SEC, ACC, Big Ten, Big Twelve player. He he shined on a team that stunk. If he was on Alabama, he probably would be All American or Georgia. He's that good. And in this league, you combine it with a pass rusher like I did in the first round, it's going to open up one on ones for this guy up the middle. So quarterbacks are going to have to slide, do a lot of sliding. I like this pick at this value, and I think it's not even a project. I think he's plug-and-play right away. Travis Jones, University of Connecticut, 67. And you know what? He's also, now that I think about it, Steve, he's definitely a Wink Martindale kind of player. Definitely okay. that kind of – he can slide right in. He probably is day one with us. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, That's his job. I didn't even think That's about it. A big, great pick, great pick, great pick. So that was, uh, what was that? That was number 67, right? Yep. Okay. So this is the picture we got from my number 81. And DB on the clock, man. What you got, homie? All right. So with the second pick in the third round, I'm going to go ahead and select out of University of Georgia, linebacker Channing Tindall, number 41. Yep. Haven't seen his highlights. <laughs> An absolute monster. You want to talk about a rover, someone who could play it all? He could play. He plays the run great. He plays the pass great. His run defense is great. His coverage is great. Like, there's, I don't even understand how he, he hasn't been talked about, but then again, that Georgia defense was so sick, there were ballers everywhere. Right. But this dude 
and and you know to be an outside linebacker, he's almost like a strong safety size. But that's why I say he's more like a rover. Again, I'm gonna go ahead with my Swiss Army knife uh, slogan: six two two twenty three. Ran a four four seven. This dude is an animal. Mm-hmm. He had five and a half sacks and a forced fumble uh, his senior year. You know, as an outside linebacker on an already loaded defense. You know that had Trevon Walker, all these dudes. So Tim yeah. Tindall, definitely an X factor. He he's a disruptor. And again, it's like, hey, because some, some guys can play to run well and they can't play coverage. Some guys can play coverage and they can't. This guy's the most balanced linebacker besides Nicobe Dean, who I already know is going to be gone. That's why I didn't even bring him up. But this guy's the the second most balanced linebacker in this draft. And with his physical tools, and he's a tackling machine. Like once once he grabs you, you're done. It's not one of those. He, he doesn't shoulder guys. He doesn't try to do the stupid hit stick on Madden. No, he's wrapping your wraps up, and you're going <laughs> to the freaking ground. And that's what I like. That's what I love about it because there's too many guys out here trying to showboat, and they look stupid. He doesn't do that. Form fit, you're going down to the ground. Channing Tindall, University of Georgia. Ooh. That boy, that boy was on fire, wasn't he? DB was on fire, yeah, wasn't he? Was. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. It's not a game, man. It's not a game. Big. Can I have All a right. mic, man? Can I have a mic now? Can I have a mic now, man? Drum roll, please. Manny Dawson's on the mic. Pick number 81. I'm hoping all the rumors are true and that his his stock plummeted because of this. I'm going to go out on a project. And in the in the spirit of how Jalen Smith got into the league, I'm oh, going to take go. David Ojabo from the University, oh, University of Michigan and say, you know what, you go ahead and heal up. You go ahead and heal up with us, sit in the back for a while, and come back a monster. I'm taking him in the third round. I think he'll be there because everybody's being scared away by their killings. Uh. Well, no drum roll, roll, Steve. I'm I'm picking a job, too. Um, (laughs) Daddy done took my goddamn pick. Daddy done took my goddamn pick. Um, Look, he he does that from time to time, you know. Um, A job is take away the Achilles, and let's say it never happened. Ojapo is probably around, oh, I'd say number eight, yeah, maybe in there somewhere. True. But everybody ran ran away from him, and all he all that did was piss him off. All he's been ever since is just he, he went ahead and got his own personal trainer and shit. And all he's been doing is jobbing since then, and that to me is the scary part. What you'll hear it reported as, which is why I hate sports reporters, what you hear it reported as is, oh, he's rehabbing it and he's trying to come along slowly but surely. But when they realize, but the real thing is, he knows where his stock was. He just came out of Michigan. He knows where the fuck he's at, and he's going to come back with a vengeance. And Lord have mercy, everybody knows that we have a, the New York Giants have a, and a relationship with the University of Michigan at Harvard. So, here we go. That's all I'm going to say. I'm, I'm with Ojabo, too. He is also my number 81. He's going to be right down there, and we ain't going to fucking regret it. 
Steve, you are up, uh-huh. sir. Wow. Wow. You would never believe this. The first time in our history, we have all got the same picks in the same round, in the third round. But it ain't a job, though. <laughs> it's Channing Tiddall, like DB Nation says. I can't believe wow. this. Let's go, Steve. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, DB Nation. Let's go. Let's go, man. Yo, he said everything I would have said, but I'll add on to it, man. The guy in okay. the national championship game in Indianapolis was a monster yep. in Alabama. All right. He may not start, but he could probably compete for a starting spot, but he, if it's not there, you can always throw him on special teams. He'll, be, he'll fit right in. He's a sideline to sideline havoc. This guy, like DB Nation said, as far as tackling, is no cheap shit, man. He, he's going to get you. He's going to get you. It's going to be technique and through and through, man. He had 67 tackles, 7.5 tackles for loss, and he had five and a half sacks at, uh, at, at, uh, at Georgia, man. I like him a lot. He was on my board, DB, about right around this spot in the, in the draft. There was other ways I could have went with it, but I want guys who are sound and tackling. And, I'm, and I swear to God, I had this written down for about four or five days, DB. I swear to God, I'm not copying off your paper, man. We are sitting wow. in the same position in the draft. Going with Shannon Tittle out of Georgia. Uh, That's what I'm talking about, man. But I love it's, this it's show. It's crazy that we're all on the same page, Manny uh, and Chris. DB and I, you know what I'm saying? Much respect, man. Wow. Like, that's why when DB said it, I said, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I admit by that. <laughs> All right, let's move forward, man. Let's move on with now number four. That's great, man. That's great. We all understand. Crazy. Four more picks, gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Bleed Blue Show. This is this is our this is our mock draft, and it's working really really well. If you're tuning in and listening, all right. The pick that we got from Chicago is pick number 112 in the fourth round. And DB Nation, the pick is on you, sir. All right, fellas. Well, I kind of told on myself when we did the uh, the prospect show, but in this fourth round, to give my man. Saquon Barkley, a breather. Uh, I'm going back to the Bearcats, Jerome Ford. This dude woo! has everything you want in a running back. He can catch out the backfield, pass protection. This dude is explosive, great vision, does not fumble the rock. He just has it all, and, and he'll, run, he'll run through the tackles or run around you. This guy, Jerome Ford, is a, is a stud in the backfield, one of the most underrated running backs coming out of college this season. He, he can just do it all. I mean, he's a, a huge reason why the Bearcats offense was so uh, prolific this season, this past season. So Desmond Ritter was like, shoot, let me just go to number 24. Give it to Jerome Ford. This guy is just, he's just a lights out running back. He ran like a 4-4-1. The speed's there. I mean, again, he's, he's one of the most balanced backs, and I'm surprised more people aren't talking about him. But again, just like Steve said, if Jerome Ford was in an Alabama uniform or a Georgia uniform, They've been talking about yep. top five. I'm going with this dude, Jerome Ford. Let's go. Let's go. Be next to going with Jerome Ford, number 112. Right. Manny Dog. You know, it, 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 it shouldn't surprise me. It shouldn't surprise me. You know, my brother and I on the same wavelength, except I, I, I also went running back, except I went with my heart here. I said I want Pierre Strong Jr. running back out of South Dakota State University. Um, he is a, 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 a all-around talent. 
I know he played in a small school, but we watched him live, and he runs he runs four three eight. He's, he's fast. Um, he gets in and out of his cuts pretty well. He reminds me a heck of a lot of Tiki Barber. He reminds me a lot of Tiki Barber, and so I, I'm going with Pierre Strong. He's a strong finisher. He led the the FCS two years in a row. He missed a year, so he's yep. fresher through the COVID year. Um, and yep. so I think he'd be a steal at this point. Um, and I, he's a he'd, he'd be a good change of pace for Saquon Barkley, Pierre Strong Jr. out of uh, South Dakota State University, running back. Wow, good choice. All right, we got some. We just rolling along perfectly. Go. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So. Uh, I'm gonna throw a curveball here. You know, uh, we've been doing a lot. We've 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 uh, we've got Sauce Gardner and, and and Kobe Bryant out of Cincinnati. Y'all talked about. You alluded to Ritter. Nobody picked him yet, but y'all alluded to Ritter throwing that ball. You know, Jerome Ford is a complete monster. You, you, I tell you what, DB, you just hit that on the button, but. And, and, and Cincinnati played well all the way down the stretch when people, even like me, was that, were doubting him during the last college season. But nobody ever asked, who the hell is Ritter throwing the ball to and the other part of that offense besides Ford? And that would be Alex Pierce, who looks just Ooh. like Jordy Nelson. Oh. He's got 4-4 four, four speed oh. and Alex Pierce, we need a, we need a, we need another big ass tall ass um, wide receiver like that. He's, he's sitting there, we can't pass him up with that frame. You know, I mean, he was, I don't I wouldn't say he was always utilized in the advantageous ways with, with um for his skill set, but damn it, yo, the way he boxed down out out down receivers downfield and that speed and the way he blocked. And he has probably some of the best hands in this fucking draft. I cannot remember him probably dropping anything last year. He probably had maybe two the year before that, or two the year before that, I should say, since there was COVID. Um, this guy is something else. He's got a big physical stature. You just got to see him. And I think you guys already have. But trust me, he's the doc. He's the dude. He's the dude that likes to fight you before he makes before he goes into his fucking routes. And I like that kind of toughness. I think, I, I, you know, a lot of people think coming out at this point, you know, it's tough to do that against these grown-ass men, but he's shown a willingly, willingness to do that, just like you alluded to earlier, DB, with, um, with Jeremy Rucker. I like this guy. His name is Alex Pierce, big six-foot-three cat running his 440, 22 years old, out of Cincinnati. Let's go. Hey, Chris, real quick to piggyback on that. He had 884 yards and eight touchdowns and averaged 17 yards a catch. <laughs> Baller. Baller. We need, we need to get him. <laughs> He's sitting right there. 112? Yeah. Yep. We need to get him. We need to get him. It's Jordy Nelson yes, all sir. over again. All right. Azul. Where are you? Oh, shit, I was on mute. I'm sorry. I, I, was, I was saying to myself, I was like, damn, he might be there, man. All right, let's, let's go get, let's get it, man. I'm going to go. I, am, I want to be a physical team, man. I want physicality. I want an identity. We hear a week in and week out from stakeholders. We have none. 
I am going with a project tight end who's going to block his ass off. I want I want to go with Jelani uh Jelani Walk uh Jelani Jelani from a VA. Oh. Um, I want to block yeah. my ass off. I know he he's yes, he probably got butter fingers in. We we might transfer the dog sound uh, noise to him this season. But one thing I do know, that guy's a he's a tower at tight end. I want to run the ball down people's throats, and he's going to be there to block. You put him on that line with a Nevin Neal, an other lineman we got on on his team. He's going to seal the deal, man. He might be a jump. Uh, he might catch fades in the end zone. I mean, we could just use him for that. I'm cool with that. Block your ass all the way downfield. We'll reward you with a touchdown in the end zone. He might steal a block for Danny Jones and get him an extra eight to nine yards. I don't wow. listen, man. This pass catching shit. If you're not a, a natural pass catcher like you guys said with, uh, with Rooker and other guys that's in the draft, I, I get it. But listen. We have a chance to really put a foundation on this team, and I want guys who are old school giant type players who are going to block. I want blockers. And, and listen, man, I don't mind long drives, and this is the guy as far as the position. I uh, don't need no pass catching diva. I want somebody who's going to get physical, and that's the guy for me at the forefront at 112, uh, Jelani Woods, VA. Ooh. That, you you on some you, you, you remind me of Howard Cross right now, Steve. With that, with yeah, that we go down. Hey, let's, let's do it. Let's do that, yeah. man. We got these Buffalo yeah, let's go. Man, let's go. Let's go. Let's go back to what we know. He was on my prospect show. He was on my prospect yep. show. Yep. Yeah, he was. Wow, wow. I'm learning a little something here. All right, all right. Top of the right. order again. Um, <laughs> the round number five this is our pick, our natural pick. Uh, number 147, DB. You are on the clock, homie. All right. I started off on defense heavy in the early rounds. Now I'm going offense. I'm going to the Tennessee Volunteers at wide receiver, six foot two oh three, ran a four three one, had sixty two catches, eight hundred seven yards, and seven touchdowns. Belis Jones Jr. Look up his highlights. Oh. This is a bad man. Oh. This is a bad man. Not only Whoa. can this guy play receiver and outrun catch, he's also a kickoff and punt return specialist. This man, let me go to my notes. What, what did it say? This man le- was the SEC leader in kickoff and punt returns. You can't, you can't mm. see? see? <laughs> what? Dog, yeah. this dude is an animal. How, how, how are cats not talking about him? I know Tennessee has sucked. They've been like the, the, the jet of the SEC for so long, but guess what? Stars will always shine. This dude shines like crazy. Velas Jones Jr. He gets my vote 100 percent all day. Tennessee Volunteers. Let's get it. All right. Wow. I got it. Um, boy, my right. boy out here, boom. Oh, all right, man, I'm ready. All right, drum roll for date DB. I mean, I'm sorry, Maddie. One forty-seven. With the number 147 pick, I'm hoping he drops just outside of where they projected him at the fourth round. I'm taking Luke Fortner, Setner, Center from University of Kentucky. Wow. All right. Yep. I, I, for, okay. for the simple fact, to me, what I watched on tape, he's the best center in this draft. And I think the only thing that's hurting him uh, is that he's tall. 
Usually centers aren't really, really tall. He's six six. They were talking about his pad level, being able to get in and out of the stance, but that's not what's showing up on the tape for me. Um, I believe he's a three-year starter. Um, he, he's just he, he's he's a he's a mauler, and he's a guy who's smart, who can who can control the offensive line, make all the calls, point out the protections and, 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 and the blitzes. I, I'm taking. Big Luke Fortner, center out of the University of Kentucky, and now our offensive line is set because we don't know what's going to happen with our center who's injured. How do you spell his name again, last name? F-O-R-T-N-E-R. Got it. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So, um, Oh, I'm a shit. All right. I didn't know what the hell was going on here. Um, I had a problem with this pick, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. All right. Um, I'm going to go. I had to, I had to wrestle with this, but, but I figured, hey, look, it's where it is. It's 112. Let's do it. I'm, I'm, I've fallen in love with this guy named D'Angelo Malone. Okay. Okay. From Western Kentucky University. Now, he was the Conference USA Defensive Player of the Year. He was first team all three years he's been there. He he made the Bernardic list, the the, the Gursky list, the Lombardi Award trophy list, all of that kind of stuff. And he is not polished completely, but he's the kind of cat, like I told you, I, it, 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 what we try to do is measure heart, okay? And that's one thing I look for. But what I also really love is the fact that all three of the seasons that he's played have been pretty consistent, you know? Nine sacks and four, four, four fumbles last year. The year before, it, which was a short season, he had 71 tackles, six sacks, nine quarterback carries, two forced fumbles there. His freshman year, 99 tackles, led the team in that, and was the conference player, the conference USA defensive player of the year that year too. So, what kills him is um, he, he also missed some time with COVID, and he also thought that he was going to flirt with the draft last year. That did, and so he, he he hung out a little bit and stayed away from the combine and a few other things. That didn't help stop whatever. But he, if he's there at 112, he can't back up to be like this. He's six four. 240, he's a senior out of Atlanta. Uh, he has all the other intangibles, man. You know, he, he actually has another year of, of eligibility remaining because he missed the COVID year. So, but he's not going to do that. He's coming, he's coming in this draft, and I think we ought to pick him up if he gets there. His tape is really nice. Again, he has a lot of All right, right. Shout out to Chris on that. again? So that's a linebacker, it sounds no. like, right? Yeah, 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 outside. All right, cool, cool. Listen, man, listen, man, DB, I, I, I think I'll probably be waiting a little bit too long. I understand the Jerome Ford. I understand you with the fourth round. If he is there for the fifth round, I will gladly snatch him. However, the backup plan, if he's not there, I'm going to go with another running back, Damian Pierce out of Florida. I, uh, he's a physical. Oh, that's my 
breaking time, you know, as far as he, 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 the guy gets a, a touchdown every seven touches statistically, all right? The guy knows how to get to the end zone. He doesn't play a lot of games. Like, he doesn't like – he'll like, he's going to run head on, get to the scrimmage. He's not going to tiptoe in the backfield. This guy's going to break tackles. And if a guy's going to try to hit him head on, he's going to get enough leverage to get you, like, another extra two yards. He's going to fight for extra yardage. Uh, I was – you know, Jerome Ford is probably the more ideal – uh, guys, but honestly, I don't, he may not be there because I went with the tight end in the fourth round. But if he was there, I would go for it. The backup plan for me, Damian Pierce, running back out of Florida. Wow, 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 wow. How many picks we have left? We got, what, another fifth round there we, in the sixth, right? That's yep. what we got. Yeah. Okay, we got enough time. We got enough time. Okay. This fifth rounder comes from um, Kansas City to Baltimore. So um, that's number 173. And the sixth pick mm-hmm. is going to be, round six, rather, is um, number 182. Okay. So without further ado, DB, fifth round, our second pick in the fifth round is. DB? DB, DB take them, take them. Oh, sorry, sorry. I, I, was on, uh, I was on mute. So basically, I kind of been on this Earth, Wind, and Fire joint that that we had with uh, was it Tiki Barber? Uh, was it Tiki? Wait, Tiki Derek Barber, Bradshaw, yeah, Bradshaw, yeah. uh, Jacobs. So, yeah. so I'm I'm going running back again. I'm going running back again, and I'm going to the University of Oregon, number seven, C.J. Verdell. If you guys haven't seen this kid play. Lower body. I mean, no one has size like Saquon, but this guy's got a lower body on him that's very strong. He's fast as hell. He's I think he's 5'11", 210, 2'11", ran a 4'4", and Chris, I hate to say it, but he bust Ohio State behind. I'm, I'm pretty sure Chris knows he number did. seven. I think he had three rushing touchdowns and like a 70-yarder at Ohio State on the road. Yeah, C.J. Verdell is just a, a dynamic running back. He could go through the tackles. He could definitely pound it north and south. I mean, and he has speed to get away. Like, you know, safeties, DBs want to try to tackle him, you know, from the waist down. It's not happening because on that 74-yard run or whatever he had at Ohio State, one of the DBs tried to tackle him, and his legs were just too strong. He powered through it and scored the touchdown. So C.J. Verdell is just an animal at running back. And he's, I mean, his whole career – he balled out at Oregon, and I'm going C.J. Verdell. Let's go. Let's All right. Danny Dogs, you're on the clock, sir. Listen, this was easy for me. Some people may call this a reach, but without second pick in the fifth round, I am taking from the University of Baylor, Taekwon Thornton, wide receiver, 6'3", 177 pounds. He's a little skinny, but you can't teach 4-2-8. You just can't. And he's he's explosive in and out of his cuts. Um, He's got great acceleration. And I'm thinking he's a guy you want to replace Slayton uh, to, to take the lid off the top. And you can use mm-hmm. him in the, in, the, in the kick return game. So with this kid, 
428 speed, 6'3", 177 pounds. In three years, you add 10 to 15 pounds of muscle. That's a hard man to deal with. Uh, Tyquan Thornton, wide receiver, Baylor University, uh, a.k.a. 428. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think they called him the fastest huh. man in the draft. Yeah, the 428. <laughs> okay. They project him as a seventh-round pick, by the way. Okay, well, Let I have him. my notes so here. Disappeared. I don't know why they did that. But I'll tell you anyway. Um, all right. Well, damn. I wasn't really ready for that. I already. Okay, fine. Fine. Let me write that shit. All right. Uh, I told you guys on the um, on the prospect show that I was in love with Western Michigan Sky Moore, five foot ten, hundred ninety five pounds, biggest hands out of all the receivers in the draft. Well, this is where he. This is where we pick him, right? Here. Right here. And, and, uh, let me tell you, he had he had no issue handling press coverage on the outside. Uh, you know, the thing is, the thing is, you, you're always I, I, as much as I like him, I don't like taking um, slot re, slot specialists, so-called slot slot that you know in the draft. But this guy, he has really great instincts. You know, it was between him and um, Traylon of Arkansas. I think this is the guy that will. He's he's a pass. Well, he's a um, kick return specialist, and he's dynamic. And we haven't had anybody at that position in a long time. And this is a good plot part in the draft where we could we could draft someone like that. So there he is. Sky Moore, Western Michigan. Steve, you are up. All right. Yeah, man. We're on the same page, gentlemen. We are on the same page in this round. Or this pick. Listen, man, Chris, I was thinking if this guy could slip, I want him. So I got a pick and a backup. And we're on the same page with wide receiver. Alec Pierce. If he's there and if he's not there, I was looking at uh, Kevin Austin Jr. from Notre Dame, who actually has some several good games in the last part of the season. He's in that Taekwon Thornton, that that area of getting a wide receiver at this position. He's gonna he, he's he's a project. Let's, let's not get it twisted. He's not gonna be a Hall of Famer. He's not gonna be uh, this guy that is gonna walk in the door and he's gonna be Randy Moss. He's not that. This guy is just gonna come back to the ball do his assignment, catch a couple of passes here and there, and we need wide receiver depth, and that's kind of where I'm going with that, And where a lot of these wide receivers, probably like 12 of them, 11 of them, probably will be gone, and we get the next best thing. So any of those crops between Tyquan Thornton, uh, Sky Moore, like you said, Chris, from Western Michigan, uh, yeah. Yeah, Alec Pierce, if, especially Alec Pierce, if he's there, but I'd be, I'd be surprised if he was. But, yeah, so Kevin Austin Jr. is my pick uh, here at uh, 173. Well, gents, all good things might come to an end, and in round number six, we're pick number 182. That's our end. So who's it going to be, D.D.? Who's your call? I'm going with uh, the big offensive tackle from North Dakota State University, Cordell Bolson. Oh! 3-13. They said he allowed no sacks his whole career. I looked at – I mean, it wasn't a whole lot of highlights, but from what I saw, I mean, especially with the offensive line, what we already have in place in the offseason from Joe Shane, why not add a 6'7 mauler 
He reminds you. Y'all remember Scott Gregg, that big dude we yes, had? Yes, He reminds me of like a, a Scott Gregg type of player, man. He's just a monster. He's like the immovable object. He's a refrigerator with legs, but those legs can move. <laughs> so this guy is just a beast, and I'm pretty sure he will be around because he was projected to go six. So why not pick him six? We got the six pick. Let's get another offensive lineman to sure it up. Bleed blue. Bleed blue. Bleed blue. Sure. What's his last name again, D.D.? His last Volson, so V like Victor, O L S O N, Volson, Cordell Volson. Cordell. Okay. All right. Last pick uh, uh, for Manny Dog. Hey man, and and, and a little, I think that's the same guy that started the most games ever as an offensive line in the college history. Just saying. Wow. Wow. Yeah. From North Dakota State, he played more, started more games than any tackle ever in NCAA history. So, great pick, DB. So, with my pick, the last pick, you know, again, some people may think this was a reach for me. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I like what I saw, and I went with out of Kansas University. Inside linebacker Kyron Johnson, uh, six wow. foot thirty-one. Yeah. That boy runs a low. His 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 fastest forty was four three five. His slowest was four four five. Um, he is mm. physical. He's relent. His motor on film is what popped out on uh, you know with me. Is he is a relentless motor. He doesn't stop coming. His speed translates. To the field from side to sideline, sideline to sideline, he is he is all over the place. Um, the only reason why I think he's he's dropped in so many people's eyes is because of his size. He's probably more five ten, five eleven, and he is six foot. Um, but you just you, you just watch his film and it pops out, man. He is relentless. He makes plays. He makes a lot of tackles. Um, he's strong. He's fast. And for our last pick, let's share up some more defensive stuff. And he's an inside guy. Um, and I'm thinking because we, of, of the defense we're going to be running, Wink wants to bring a lot of pressure. This kid is right there when you want a guy that can fly to, fly to the ball and bring the blitz package. Why not bring a guy that can run a 4-3 at linebacker? I'm going Kyron Johnson, linebacker, Kansas University. Hey, to pick well, you back on that to piggyback, he led Kansas with eight and a half tackles for loss, six and a half sacks, four false fumbles, third for most of the yes. Big Twelve. Yes. And now, <laughs> well, that was a good pick. Okay. Well, I, you know, just the last pick of the draft for me, and you can't go wrong, I guess, with a real a cat that. All he does is score touchdowns, it seems. He did it his, his junior year, and he did it last year. I'm going to go with a tight end named Noah Gindorf of North Dakota State. I think oh. he – Yeah. Oh, he, we have to go with him. He's one of these cats that when you dial in between – when you write down in the trenches, you, you write on – Yes, sir. You get ready to 30 goal. You want Noah Gindorf to throw that block – 
or cast that goddamn slot, you know, that little slot pass or that shit in the corner. That's the guy you want. He's one of those guys. And I don't, I don't care about his sports. You know what? He has pretty good size and surprising quickness. I dig him. So uh, he's really interested, man. You know, he scored six touchdowns on 10 catches in 2019. In 2020, he had three touchdowns on 11 catches. And last year, I lost that. I had that in front of me. But he just, but he, he did some shit like that again. Um, he's one of these guys. He's one of those mean, rough motherfuckers, 6'6", 266. And he's, like, he's the dude that you want in these kind of trench situations. And why not? When you got the last pick in the draft, you, you know, this is the dude that you, you, you got a guy that you want in your camp. So here we go. Noah, Hey, Chris, up. and I'm going to tell you something else, Chris. The film don't really show how big he actually – we met him. We met Noah. Um, he was in the weight room when we, went, when we visited down at DSU. Dude, mm-hmm. he's gigantic. He, the, the film don't wow. show how big this big boy is. He, he's got some long-ass arms on him. He's a big boy. So, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind. Wow. That's pretty good. Oh, wow. All right. Hey, <clears throat> excuse me. Once again, real quick, to, pick, to piggyback on that, he reminds me of Kevin Boss, the way he plays yeah, and how big so. he is. Yeah. Kevin Boss was like 6'7", yeah. 270 yep. with speed and hands. He's like a Kevin Boss. Yep. 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 I'm loving it. Well, Steelen, who got the last pick of the draft? The last pick, man. Last pick of the draft. Where we going? Yeah, we're going to go add some depth uh, to the DB Nation uh, area of the team uh, with uh, your Dory Jacksons, your James Bradberries, you know, uh, you know, slot corners of Darnie Holmesdien, guys of that uh, nature. I am going with an SEC cornerback, a project. You know, I'm going with Josh Joby out of Alabama, and I this is listen, man. I know he had a fucked up foot. I know he ha- he was injured. I mean, you know, it's kind of easy to hide guys on the defense, but the fact that he played a lot of that year with a bad foot and still was able to make plays, people criticize him as far as uh, penalties and things of that uh, essence. Listen, he's not going to be all world. This is all about depth, and he could probably be developed into a backup and maybe get on the field and get a lot of maybe 30% of the snaps, man. But what, I do know he could cover kicks. I know he could return punts. I know he could do good against intermediate routes. If you are a flat foot route runner as a wide receiver, he could probably get the best of you. However, I know that he could be cooked. He could be the potential of uh, going up against a guy who could run excellent routes with their footwork. He may have a little bit of struggles, but I'm going to, with the depth at cornerback to add back there with the off, the inside-out approach I did with my draft, with the trenches, the edge, uh, adding with the safety. Uh, I'm going with Josh Joby out of Alabama. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Wow. He's projected to go uh, fifth round, but, yeah, that, that's I can see him dropping to us for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, and let me just end it like this on my final thought. I'm going to give you my final thought before anybody else do. I truly believe because of the needs, because of the the, the new acquisitions and, and um, uh, the respective teams' uh, 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 management situations, so on and so forth, I believe that by number seven of this draft, 
that Kyle Hamilton will still be sitting there because Sauce is going to go before him. That's for sure. You're going to have at least three linemen go before him. That's for sure. Thibodeau might be the wild card. Go before him. That's for sure. Um, um, you got a defensive end? Yeah. And another, um, Hutchinson, that's for sure. Hamilton will be there. You mark my words. Thank you for the cash app. I will gladly comply. <laughs> Hamilton, <laughs> Hamilton will be there. And I'm live on the show. We do the transfer live and, and, on the and, show. And let me say, let me say this last thing. If Hamilton is there and we choose him, we have oh, that's a good point. not a goddamn thing wait, to wait, worry wait, wait, about. Wait, 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 wait. That is a good Hamilton. point. Okay, that is a good point. I didn't think of that. If he is there and we do not select him, do I still owe you money? No, you do not. I will let it go. Okay, okay, fair. We got to select him just now. We have to stop. All the way around, this is a gamble. Uh, you too nice, <laughs> Chris. You too nice. But see, <laughs> nice. if I'm he is nice. there and we don't select him, if Kyle Hamilton is there and we don't select him, I will be highly upset. Meat grinder upset? Oh, I'll, I'll be I'll be shocked to find myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We didn't even get know, the bad man, with Kevin. We got the meat grinder. Nah, man, it was like really depends on who they took instead of him for me. Let me tell you. Okay. Sauce is going to be gone. Sauce, Sauce is the one that you got to watch for. Him and I Trayvon. I hate to say it, but I feel like. They're going to be gone. They put, they put Hamilton like, down the back a little bit. I feel like Sauce might go to the Jets. I hate to say that. Could be. Bleh. Bleh. All right, cool. Let's get no, final thoughts, man. This is fun, man. This is always fun every year, man. I mean, goddamn. That third round, Chris, we're going to have to put that um, in the historic books of this platform. Because that was that one year, what, two years ago? Or is it three years ago? You and Manny Dawes was, like, getting everybody's pick. But this was the first time oh. I could think of for the one pick in that same round, we had the same Zach player. DB and I had the same player, and you, you know, Ch- uh, Shannon Tindell, and you guys had the Jobo. Wow. I mean, yeah, it's that's funny because we all thinking we have a philosophy. Right. We kind of cross, we cross paths at certain points. Great mind man. It's crazy, too, because, Chris, like y'all said, if it wasn't for that Ojabo, I had him head down on my list. But because of the energy, it was kind of like, mm, I don't know, because you never know. Right. You never know. But I'm going to let you know right now, Kyle Hamilton is going to be a New York Giant. Y'all laugh your ass off if you want to. I'll be That's out of five dollars. <laughs> oh, no, I want that. That's what I want. Let me tell you something. I wouldn't, listen, I don't think so, but I wouldn't be surprised because Isaiah Simmons was, was the, 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 the best athlete. Yeah. He was the Saquon Barkley of, of DBs that year, and he went, what, nine? When everybody yeah, was saying like he was going to be number two. So, I can see it. There is some I, I, about I know. They'll get scared off of. And, and listen, last thing I'm going to say before we hit off the air. Don't it feel good to know that whatever the fuck we just discussed the last hour and a half, that, yes, indeed, we can trust the general management to do something positive. Oh, I don't know about that. I got to see. I got to still see this shit. I don't know. I'm, I don't I'm, think I'm, so. hey, this is, It feels a lot better is my point, Steve. It feels uh, yes, better. It does. it does feel I'll better. See. Okay, okay. Yeah. We'll see. The fact that Ghetto Bum isn't here, the fact that Ghetto Bum is gone, it does give me hope. 
<laughs> yeah. All right, let's get uh, quick final thoughts because we ought to get off, man. Wow, we we, we can hear it the whole time. Uh, DB, quick final thoughts. Give us like 20 seconds. Same thing with Manny and, my, and Chris and myself. We'll wrap up. Fellas, I feel like this is a win-win-win-win-win-win-win situation for us at this point because we, we got rid of the morons in the front office, and what do we have to lose? Like, all we can do is move forward. <laughs> blee blue. Blee blue. Blee blue. Listen, man, I'm, I, I, was just, I was just excited. I was just excited to have this show. I love kicking it with my brothers. You know, it, it couldn't have went better. This was real fun. I'm just, I can't wait for the draft. Bleed blue. Bleed blue. Bleed blue, Manny Dog. Shout out to Manny Bleed Dog. blue, bleed blue, bleed blue. I want to thank Manny Dogs and DB Nation for this show like this. Uh, check us out on iTunes, Podcast Republic. Stitcher app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all the social media, 929-474-171. And I'm going to hand it over to Asul. Big blue. Yeah, man. Um, by the time we come back in two weeks, we'll be entering an eighth year on the Believe Blue Show. Congratulations to the stakeholders and, and people who participated with this uh, grassroots platform to talk sports the way we do. I mean, come on, man. Like, We're real fans who really want to study this shit and know this shit, predict this shit, and this is why we do what we do. There's nothing like it in the fan base. Consistently since, what, 2014, Chris? Listen, I, yep. I am thoroughly excited for the draft. I will call you guys while I'm out there in Vegas live from the draft, and I, I will dial back in if I have to about that uh, the Hamilton pick. Like, like I, you know, I, I'm like Jordan in the fucking Jordan rules, uh, the um, the last dance. I ain't trying to lose not a quarter. But hey, if we get them, it's a win-win situation. I like my situation. Right. I like it. He will be. Mark my words. He will be. But, but Chris. Uh, I, so we, we hit one more prediction for DB and Manny and you. If he's there and we do not select them, like what is the is it rage? Is it Vincent? Like what do you do? Or it depends who we select at that position. Um, it's disbelief and anger. For me, it depends uh, on who we uh, select. Is it, is it is it Josh Allen anger like in 2018? Oh, oh Josh Allen oh, anger. Oh, no, no. No, we're gonna do well. No, nothing compared for that Josh Allen anger. No, no. Listen, it, 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 for me, it would be Josh Allen anger if we reach for some dumb shit. If we pick up like how from fucking uh, North Carolina, if we pick up that quarterback, then I'm gonna break my TV and. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I agree. Like, it depends who it is. Like, if we get Charles Cross, then. I'm not mad at that. I can't be that mad. Right, right, right. But damn, uh, Carl, Kyle Hamilton, it's just gonna have to happen. He's going to be blue next year. I'm positive. Mark my words. I'm gonna go better. Take- Listen, 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 I got to say this, man, for the people who are in the subway shooting in Brooklyn, man, um, a good. hopefully everybody gets to a recovery, man. You know, just to make it, you know, that's, that's an unfortunate situation, man. Let's just hope this guy didn't predict the future. And he hope he wasn't out of Giants fan. We fucked up the draft two weeks from now. He saw it coming. Nothing is just playing. Blee Blue. <laughs> wow. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blue, blue.
bleep bloop 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 bleep bloop